This is a bad idea, Grandma, Mike said as he walked out of the dressing room at the community center, wearing nothing but his boxers and an intimidating scowl that, unfortunately and as usual, had no effect whatsoever on the old lady. Nonsense! The girls are anxiously waiting! Let's roll! She said as she pushed him forward and down the corridor. Scratch bad. This was a shitty idea. His grandmother was barely five feet tall and a hundred pounds when drenched. How she got the strength to push his big frame while he was literally dragging his feet was beyond him. Besides, you promised you'd do it. He snorted. No, I didn't. I promised I'd help you with your senior courses, meaning I'd drive you around, do your shopping, and stuff like that. I didn't agree to pose for your male anatomy painting lessons. You know I'm too busy for this. He'd stopped working as a foreman several years ago to run the family gym full-time with his dad. But last month, Cole had taken on the renovation of the town's library pro bono, and Mike had volunteered to help. That plus the gym and the martial arts classes in the afternoons had taken up all his time. Fuck it if now that the library was almost ready, he was going to invest whatever was left of the summer in this. Can't you guys use, I don't know, a statue? Or better yet, a picture. There are plenty of books and... Live human anatomy painting, Mike, she interrupted, emphasizing the word live. And one is never too busy to help his grandmother. Well, it depended on how nutty the grandmother was, didn't it? What about Mr. Hanbacker or Mr. Stilt from Bingo Nights? He asked, trying to get out of it. I'm sure they're free and willing. His grandmother clicked her tongue. The idea behind these classes is for us senior citizens to enjoy ourselves. We do know we have a foot in the grave. We have enough of a reality check every time you look in the mirror, honey. Besides... Mr. Stilt's prostate is acting up again. He can't stay still fifteen minutes to save his own life. And about Mr. Hornbacker, she added, lowering her voice. Greta had a fling with him. They're not on speaking terms. Some kinky thing he did with his false teeth, I hear. Oh, man. There was an image he wouldn't be able to erase from his mind even if he lived to be one hundred. That was what he got for being nice permanent brain damage. You're a flawless specimen in the prime of your life, she continued, reaching for his arm and squeezing his biceps appreciatively. Handsome and fit, a perfect Michelangelo's David. He turned his head to her. You're kidding me, right? Come on, do I look anything like Michelangelo's David? She pondered his words as her gaze traveled over his bulk and tattoos, then settled on his face. Well, your hair isn't curly. He rolled his eyes. Trust her to focus on the most insignificant things. For one, his hair was cropped so short it was barely there. And two, he was heavily tattooed, weighed around 240 pounds, and a lifetime of practicing boxing and martial arts had granted him a body that had little to do with that of an effeminate boy. Oh, you're a bit rougher than Michelangelo's David, she finally conceded. But you'll do nicely, I'm sure of it. The girls will be pleased. For the love of God. I'm your grandson, and you're pimping me out. Don't you see anything wrong with this picture? Hmm, 
Just humor us. We're a bunch of women in our 80s. Half of us are blind. The other half won't remember what they did today, tomorrow. And you only have to pose. The girls voted for body oil to highlight your muscles, but they couldn't agree on who should help you rub it on, so I vetoed.